you've stumbled into the Raising the Rivenbarks podcast, where you get to hear the chaotic life of me, Danielle, and my husband, Jerry, as we try to raise four good humans. There will be victories. There will be fails. There will be laughs. Sometimes laughs so we don't cry. And of course, deep breaths as we try to keep our daily lives in a Zen state, as if that's even possible. I'm Danielle Ravenbart, and my husband Jerry and I have four kids, age six, four, three, and one. And this is our life. So we have something special on the podcast today. Today, I have none other than Katie Jane with me. Katie Jane, you want to say hi? Hi. Hi. How about you give us an update about you? Tell me what you've been up to these last couple of weeks. Uh, wanting to play all day. Wanting to play all day. And why are you wanting to play all day? Because playing is fun. Playing is fun. And are you in school? No. So here has, here, let's catch everybody up on what has happened. So last time we heard, you heard from me, I was talking about uh, what has been going on in our family life. So COVID hit, everybody came out of school, then they went back, but then they came back out again. And basically from March until November, everybody was out. And by everybody, I mean all four of my children were out with me while I tried to work slash furlough, et cetera. See, you can listen to the previous podcast to get more information about that. Yeah, the podcast. But then what happened is Katie Jane, Steele and Derry and Gardner all went back to school. Gardner went to elementary school and the other three went back to daycare. But that was short-lived too because in February... Katie Jane stopped going to daycare. Now, I won't go into the details of exactly what happened that led us to that decision, but ultimately we decided that it was okay for Katie Jane to stay home. So you have been home with mommy since February, haven't you? They can't see your head shake. You have to say yes. Yeah. (laughs) So she didn't want to go back. It had an incident and it was a really difficult decision. But ultimately, we took her out. So now she's home. She's happy. She's glad she doesn't have to wake up early. Right. And another contributing factor to this is that she starts kindergarten in the fall. Are you excited for kindergarten? Leaf piles! Leaf piles in the fall. Yeah, that's what happens in the fall. What are you most excited about going to kindergarten? Uh, that there's going to be leaf piles? Is that what's going to happen at school? I think so. You think so? Everything's going to be leafy. Yeah, in the fall it will be. And you're going to... Even gonna, the school roof. Even the school roof. You're silly. What are you going to do while you're at school besides playing leaf piles? All I like to do in the fall is play in leaf pipes. Are you going to learn some things? Mm-hmm. Like Gardner? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get to do Letterland at school? Letterland. Yeah, you're going to learn I all the letters. I get to go on a computer like Gardner does. Well, guess what? You get your own computer in August. Oh, isn't that so exciting? I'm doomed. You're doomed? <laughs> you're silly. You know what else happened with you last summer? You got glasses. She's smiling. Not fair. <laughs> Not fair. Do you like your glasses? If they can't see your head shake. Mm. Yeah. What color are your glasses? Pink. And I have another one that doesn't work. That is blue. 
yeah, the strap on that doesn't stay put very much. But yes, they are blue. And you look so adorable in your glasses. Yes, I don't want them. You don't? How come? Because. Because why? Because I don't look the same in my glasses. You do look a little different in your glasses, but it helps you see, right? You can see better with your glasses. And I can't wear a mask in my glasses. Yeah, that is a little bit hard, huh? But I don't know if you're going to have to wear masks when you go back to school. Maybe not. Maybe when I go to school, maybe my eyes will be all better. Maybe so. We got glasses for Katie Jane because she had an eye. One of her eyes was drifting a little bit. But it turns out that her eyesight wasn't exactly right anyways. So now she has glasses so she can see. What else are you going to do while you're in school besides show off your glasses? Are you going to color? Scribble, scribble. Yeah, and tell stories. Mm-hmm. And my favorite story is, uh, mm, Elena. Elena, yeah, you like Elena of Avalor. Mm-hmm. That's one of your favorites. What else have you been doing lately? What do we do on Saturdays? Uh, it's got a ball. Ball. What do we do with the ball? Play. What do we play? Uh, ball fight? No, you silly. We go out to the field. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And you have a uniform on. Soccer! Soccer! We are. We're playing soccer. And so I'm coaching. You coach. I am. I'm the coach. So Katie Jane's on a team. There are six players total. So it's her and five other people. And what are your friends' names on your soccer team? Uh, Ava Branch, Elliot, Grace, Grayson and Rosalind. Rosalind. Uh-huh. And me. And Katie Jane. And how did we do last week? Oh, uh, great. Great. We tried our best. Yeah, we have three rules, don't we? We what? Have fun. Try our best. And what? No hands on the ball. And no hands on the ball. That's right. That's exactly what we do. And I just think of another rule. You did? What's another rule? Uh... Try to keep the team from scoring? That's right. That is the ultimate goal. We try to score and we try to keep the other team from scoring. We didn't get very many goals last week, did we? No. We got one. I don't know how many the other team got. It was a lot. They were pretty good, huh? They must have had to get had some points against big kids. Yeah. They're gooder than big kids. Yeah, they're better. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, but we did pretty good. And what did you get to do? Uh, did you get to play defense? Defense! Yeah! <laughs> and what did you do on defense? Uh, block the ball from getting to the goal. Did you do a good job? Yeah. You did. You stopped at least four goals. I was proud of you. So it's really hard to coach your own. Uh, sometimes Katie Jane likes to give me extra hugs in the middle of the game. Luckily, we are in the four-year-old's um, arena right now, which means we um, are able to be on the field. So the coach can be on the field, which is nice. Except for when Katie Jane wants to give me hugs in the middle of the game. <laughs> You're a silly girl. Of course, uh, you know, there's been, we've had to have a lot of discussions about what the rules are when mommy's coaching, right? What are some of the rules when mommy's coaching? Mm. We have to have what? 
Listening ears, we do, because sometimes Katie Jane wants to give extra hugs or not listen, and I need her to listen, right, girlfriend? Yeah. Gotta listen good so that we can coach all the other kids, too, right? Then if I don't listen, they would not want to listen because they would think that's a rule. That's right. I know it. Exactly. So ultimately, we're trying to strike a balance of, you know, giving her confidence, building her confidence, and ultimately having fun. As you heard in on my three rules, which all my my kids on my team know is that we're here to have fun. We're here to uh, do our best and we're making sure we don't touch the ball with our hands. That's pretty much it. I'm not super focused on winning and losing. Um, so we're two and two right now. And that is totally fine with me. We have blown out some teams. They have blown us out too. Um, it's kind of just a mixed bag of, of stuff, but ultimately it's really just about having fun, letting the kids burn off some energy, giving them some skills, that kind of thing. And, I will say that Jerry and I are not the parents that think our kid is going to play professionally. You know, we're just here to have fun and make memories. And while I know that that can be an outlet and a focus for some families, no judgment, just, you know, it's just not our shtick. We're just here to, you know, build a team environment and and have fun. So one of the most challenging things about coaching four-year-olds is that they've been taught, it has been hammered home to share and to take turns, especially. But then we throw soccer at them and they're expected to not only share, but like you don't take turns. You have to be fierce and go get that ball. Um, And, you know, you might not get the ball back because if the other team has it, they're not going to share with you. So we've had a couple of of kids on our team, uh, Katie Jane included, that uh, is upset when someone else takes their particular ball um, or takes the ball and doesn't kick it back to them. So, you know, it's not like in soccer where everybody can say, okay, dribble down now and shoot at the, the goal. You know, they don't get that in a live game situation. Though I do like how it's set up for four-year-olds, which is a quick 30-minute practice and then uh, a quick 12-minute half game. So 24-minute game. Uh, and I think that's perfect for this age. It's just long enough to get the energy out, have them learn a little bit and um, start playing as a team and start working together, even though that is a completely new concept. So the other thing uh, about that's been a kind of a big update about, it's really more about Katie Jane's personality than anything else, is that she is just a little sponge and she soaks up all the big people problems. She is so emotionally intuitive and she cares so deeply. She takes in all the emotions almost as her own, uh, as well as these sort of like hints at this perfectionist tendency and, um, you know, just so between taking on the issues that are not hers to take on um, and this this idea that she has to be perfect at something the first time is something that we're working on right now. And um, she is learning that perfection is not fun. Um, perfect things are not necessarily as beautiful or as wonderful. Um, while we all strive for doing a good job, um, I'm really just trying to steer away from that perfectionist nature. And that's probably, I'm bringing a lot of my stuff to the table with this because not that anybody expected me to be perfect, but she is a mini me and that I kind of expected myself to be perfect. 
so much that I carried that through my own adult life in that I kind of, you know, what's next? Because I got to be perfect at it. I got to try, you know, to be the best uh, at certain things. And if I'm not good the first time, then it's not worth doing. And I distinctly remember one time, I think Jerry was asking me if I wanted to to like go golfing or something. And it's just, you know, I knew I wasn't great at it. And it's like, I didn't even want to try because I wasn't going to be perfect. And I've since having kids have totally changed my mindset on that and realize as a parent, the importance of failing um, and failing visibly uh, and talking about it so that my kids see it. And I have let my kid, let my kids see me cry from time to time. I have let them in on uh, not really the big people problems uh, per se, but just some little things that maybe I didn't do a great job at something and I could have done better or that just reminding KJ that I make mistakes too, especially um, she's the one right now that really I feel like I can communicate with her the most with Gardner, given that um, his you know, social communication skills. Obviously he communicates very clearly just sometimes in like random metaphors. And I never know what's, what's sticking in there. Um, but she, on the other hand, really does take it on and does a, a great job of it. I just want to make sure that I'm investing and communicating all the right things. And, you know, we're all just trying to do our best and make it up as we go. Katie Jane, how do you think mommy is doing? Good. Am I a good mommy? What makes me a good mommy? Uh, that you take care of us. I take care of you. What else? And that you feed us. Yeah, that's important. Uh, and that you let us play. Mm-hmm. I love when you guys play. I like to play too sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Am I the best at everything? Mm, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'm not the best at everything. Because I'm, I'm not what? I'm not perfect. But you're the perfect mommy. Oh, that is so sweet. I love you so much. I'm glad you think so. Sometimes mommy doesn't do so good, but I try my best. Like, with prophetic, you used to know, didn't know what it means. That's right. But now I know. What does it mean? Uh, you don't know. Because <laughs> I'm not mommy. Oh, I see. I got it. Yeah, sometimes I don't know what words mean. But I looked them up and then I learned something. Mommy's always trying to learn something. Are you going to learn something too? Are you going to read a good book today? Book. What kind of book are you going to read? Um, the silly one. Which silly one? With the boy on the front of in the bathroom. With his mom's watch. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you forever. <laughs> yeah, that is a funny one when that boy, that two year old, flushes that mommy's watch down the toilet, huh? That makes you laugh. <laughs> You're so silly. Well, with that, as she goes looking for one of her favorite books, I am going to wrap up this podcast episode. So thank you for listening to Raising the Riven Barks. Uh, go ahead, follow us um, by liking our Facebook page. Make sure you watch our funny videos there and leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. So until next time, I will try to keep the chaos to a minimum, but no promises. 